0: It's Thursday, May 26th. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill, joining me in studio once again today from Motley Fool Funds, Bill Barker. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. This probably requires a little bit of setup, and, and uh, two bits of setup. And the, the first setup I'll share is that from time to time, we have listeners stop by Fool Global Headquarters here in Alexandria, Virginia. And by the way, you're welcome and to stop by anytime. Just drop us a note, Foolery at happy to have you come by for the Nickel Tour. And love to meet people who listen, love to learn about where you listen, how you listen, all that sort of thing. And from time to time I will get questions. And I would say that probably the question I've been asked the most often by listeners is, how do you come up with the stories that you're going to talk about? How do you decide what stories you're going to talk about? And my answer is, Roughly the same, which is well, when it's earnings season, it's easy because we're just taking, we're choosing from among a lot of different companies that are picking earnings. When it's not earnings season, eh, we have to be a little bit creative, and that gets to my next uh, bit of setup, which is we have a Facebook group, Motley Fool Podcasts. If you're if you're on the Facebook and want to join, just uh, check it out. It's you can just search Motley Fool Podcasts, and it's me and it's it's all the different members of. The, the different Motley Fool podcasts, Allison Southwick, Robert Brokamp from Answers, all the people from Industry Focus, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And last night, uh, this comment was posted from one of our longtime listeners, Andy Sorensen of Redwood Falls, Minnesota. Andy wrote in the podcast group, I, for one, would not be opposed to putting Chris and Bill in the studio with no news stories and see what happens. Well, for better or for worse, we decided to just go with that. For today's episode, because you know what, there's there is some news, but it's also coming up on Memorial Day weekend. We got a bunch of things we're trying to get off our plate. W- one
1: person is not opposed to this. One person is so, not so so right there. Th- right out of the dozens of listeners, that's like a measurable percent.
0: It's a measurable percent. Now, um, for those who are opposed. Uh, you should stop listening right now because there's really it's only not, going downhill the, in terms area. of news content. In terms of the basic content promise, like yeah, Mar- market foolery. They talk about business news. We're breaking that promise today, so feel free to we'll just try
1: to maybe tie it in in some like fairly easy to see through
0: manner. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um, but so here's what we decided to do, and uh, we've decided to do something that every once in a while we've done what we like to call buy seller hold. And this is a game that we encourage everyone to play, because the way we play it is not about stocks. That's the easy way to play it. That's that's sort of the natural way to play it. Throw out a given stock and say, well, to, at today's price, would you buy, sell, or hold this stock? But we like to do it with things that are not stocks. We like to do it with people, with concepts, things that have absolutely nothing to do with business. So, I've got some things on my buy, sell, or hold list I'm going to throw it at Bill. He's got some that he's going to throw at me. and. I don't know what yours are. I know roughly what the categories are, and I think you mm-hmm. know roughly what the categories are for me. But I'm going to start.
1: All right. Are you going to go with like the ones that take the most time first, or the least?
0: Let's see if we can not go completely overboard with. Because I got any... one that might take us a while.
1: All right. Or you might you might shoot it down
0: quickly. Maybe just preface it when we get to it. But I'm going to okay. go first. Buy, sell, or hold Ponzi schemes. As you know, the Motley
1: Fool does an April Fool's day uh, trick every every April Fool's and we in uh, the asset management space have advocated that um, that one year we do as an April Fool's joke that we're running a fund of Ponzi schemes because the thing is that you can make a lot of money on the Ponzi scheme on the way up right so if you just have like and, and you all you lose everything at the end, but if you're involved in I don't know 10, 15, 40 Ponzi schemes, you've got a diversified portfolio, portfolio. of them, <laughs> and the the winners make a, you got to get out. You got to eventually you got to get some uh, you know experience at getting out of them. Um, but you're gonna you gonna get burned a few times. Anyway, that that's the April Fool's here. But what, buy sell or hold Ponzi schemes yeah. is the actual. It's sell no Ponzi schemes. Ponzi schemes bad.
0: Really. I think you buy Ponzi schemes as a concept because I think they're gonna, the fact that Ponzi schemes still exist many decades after they were first essentially invented.
1: So this, you're taking the are Ponzi schemes going to be around yeah. for ever? Yeah. Oh sure, I will buy that. Concept. Oh okay. All you right. know, if if we're talking about the continued existence of them,
0: I, yeah. I, look, you, when when it comes to investing, you leave emotion at the door. And I'm not I'm not I'm not pro Ponzi scheme, but do I think they're gonna keep going? Yes. If Ponzi yeah. schemes are a stock I'm buying.
1: Yeah. Uh, although, you know, you end up losing a lot at the end.
0: Well, maybe if the fund of Ponzi schemes The fund
1: of Ponzi schemes has got has, has solved that equation.
0: All right. What do you And got? then
1: the April Fool's thing always is to give some people some education at right. the end of it and say and don't invest in Ponzi schemes because those things that are seem too good to be true usually are. Okay. And that's all right. So uh, this will be even less financial. Uh, our current president, Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. In case you didn't know, uh, least controversial president for the rest of our lifetimes.
0: Buy sell or hold, Barack Obama is the least. Contra- while he's in office. Yeah. Oof. Um boy, that's a tough one. But so it's basically. The controversy. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying whether good, bad,
1: whether the person who replaces him is, is good or bad, but I will say that the top choices, and even the top contenders who are apparently not going to be the nominees, all appear to me to be much more controversial uh, than Barack Obama has been. Uh, they are likely any, any of the menu. And I think that is... It is possible that it will just go down a path of, of greater and greater controversy. Possibly, I don't know. I'm,
0: I'm looking for your buy-seller hold here. I think I'm going to buy for a couple of reasons. One is I think that certainly in our lifetime, with the way social media, the advent of the internet and social media, controversy is so much easier to come by now. So I think that simply by virtue of the times in in which we are headed controversy is only going to get easier to come by secondly I my experience is that uh, history largely tends to be favorable to ex-presidents so I think that sort of as they fade as they get further in the rear view mirror then it's just like oh well what, what you know what was the big deal about the so-and so that sort of thing
1: yeah well I Think so too. I think that uh, it, it is likely that whereas there is a measurable percentage of people that view Obama uh, as I don't know a socialist or something, that as as time goes by uh, and new choices uh, enter that seat, people say, "Oh yeah, uh, come to think of it, he wasn't a socialist."
0: You know, <laughs> <laughs> as it turns out, as
1: it turns out, I can't remember how left how how he came up with the idea that he was off the spectrum. Left or you know that that uh, those who feed who's he may have disappointed in his own party uh, and view him as having been too cautious. Uh, I, I think they may look back on this era fondly as well. All right, let's move. In to, terms of contra, I'm not not weighing in on anybody's policies.
0: Let's while uh, the mic is on. Well, no, the mic is on. Let's move on to sports. Um, Major League Baseball has made efforts to speed up the game of baseball. Buy-seller hold. Future efforts by Major uh, League Baseball to speed up the game of baseball?
1: Uh, I'm a buyer. I, I think I love baseball and I've watched and uh, listened more than watch uh, thousands of games, and it's a great sport. But I, in the age of uh, less, uh, uh, you know, it, uh, Attention spans that are getting shorter and shorter. Baseball is at a disadvantage against the competition. It is losing out some of its audience. Although there's more money thrown at the game than ever before, just because of the number of games uh, that it provides to the networks. So I do think that it needs to speed up more. uh, The the efforts, you know, if you can shave five minutes off that game, uh, that's that makes it feel measurably faster.
0: I'm selling. As we say about stocks from time to time, uh, all the good news is priced into a particular stock. All of the speeding up has happened to this point. I think last year, they they shaved about nine minutes off the average time of a game. It's a slow game, and that's fine. Embrace that. You don't hear about anyone trying to speed up cricket which takes days on end to play.
1: Well, we don't hear anybody saying anything at all about cricket. So what's what's your point? <laughs> Maybe there are people who are in fact you're exactly wrong because cricket has come up with a new uh 20 overs or whatever it is 2020 I I don't know because my knowledge of cricket is not what it should be, but there is a faster form of cricket which has become more popular than the 5-day test. The 5-day test where you don't necessarily end up with a winner. I'm Which mer- would be a concept that would be very hard to sell to Americans. I'm, I'm
0: just going to retreat, because I, like you, I'm I'm in the shallow end of the knowledge pool when it comes to cricket, so I'm just going to stick with my sell on, on speeding up baseball. What else you got?
1: Alright, so recently, you may have read, it, it didn't get much play, but um, in this show, uh, Kelly and, and uh, Michael Strahan. Whatever that's called this morning, Kelly show. Ripa live. Yeah. Kelly Alive. Kelly and Michael live, yeah, Michael live, yeah. Apparently, he's left the show.
0: He's. I heard something about that. You I heard, heard something about it? Yes. It
1: was, it was a small story. It missed very popular attention.
0: morning show program, television show program, and Michael Strahan, one of the hosts, is is leaving to go to ABC.
1: So, leaving aside the uh, whether you should be looking into this opening yourself, because I think you know. Dozens of listeners probably as what? behind that as
0: hosting a show yeah. with Kelly Rippa. We're
1: going to leave that uh, oh, sure. aside for the moment. Let the listeners consider that Charles
0: Barkley. Buy seller hold Charles Barkley. Charles
1: Barkley with Kelly.
0: I think I think I want to buy Charles Barkley. At least getting an audition because I think what they're doing is they're. Te- I, I saw this morning that among other people, Alec Baldwin is going to be sitting in for a short amount of time with Kelly Rippa. and Charles Barkley.
1: How about a show of Charles Barkley with Alec Baldwin?
0: I would. I don't. I'm not really much of a reality TV person, but if there was a show of Charles Barkley and Alec Baldwin just, I don't know, road tripping or road out around the world, driving yeah. across
1: the country, I would absolutely getting watch into that. zany adventures together.
0: Yeah, because because those appear to be two people with little to no filter whatsoever.
1: Yeah. So I I I think Charles would would mesh well with Kelly, although I don't know I I don't know her body of work particularly well, never having seen the show. But uh, I I think he would mesh well with almost anybody. Yeah, and and that when he's not meshing, that's when it gets even better.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with that. Although he does he does strike me as someone who just like he, he would be fun to watch interacting with almost anyone. Yes, I've advocated for,
1: for John Riggins and Charles Barkley in that car driving across the country, getting into zany
0: adventures together. All right, this one, this one's a little esoteric slash general, but it comes from our friend Tim Hanson. Okay, because I told him we were doing this, and he he threw this pitched out here. this idea. He pitches it. By the way, he also suggested the Major League Baseball one. So, um, he pitched this one. Buy, sell, or hold August. Buy, sell, or hold the month of August.
1: I say we keep August.
0: <laughs> it's not whether or not we, we keep it. Not, we do not it's, replace it with March or for, anything for like those, that. For those who are, who are just beginning to learn about buy, sell, or hold.
1: That includes me, apparently.
0: It's, it's simply, if August were a stock, would you buy, sell, or hold it?
1: Yeah, I think it's undervalued.
0: Really? Do you think it's undervalued because it's unbelievably hot? Here. Depends where you are. Yeah. Well here and, and many and, places. And
1: as, as time goes by everywhere, if, if one is to believe those global warming
0: conspiracies. There are no there are no big holidays in the United States in August. It tends to be a slow month.
1: And people just take take it off anyway, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So the fact that there is no holiday commanding you to go on vacation doesn't stop people from using it heavily for that. Okay. Best some of the best vacations of your life have been on August.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. S- I was just trying to play devil's advocate.
1: Against, who's the devil here?
0: Um, I don't know. The people who the just, August, apparently. The, <laughs> You're
1: saying August is some sort of satanic cult month.
0: That, that pro-August <laughs> crowd that we never stop hearing from.
1: <laughs> I, I say, this will be another great what are you doing for August?
0: Uh, I don't know. Still working that out.
1: What's, what's up with that Ireland vacation?
0: Ireland's getting pushed off to 2017. Because that
1: might be the month you want to go to Ireland.
0: Well, and it might get pushed off. It, although,
1: kind of crowded.
0: Yeah. That's all right. I've been to Ireland a couple of times. I, can, I I, feel like I can get my way around Ireland pretty well. It's pretty green. Yes. Uh, it lives up pretty, to the, comma, and green. Yeah.
1: It lives up to the reputation.
0: Yes. Ireland totally lives up to the hype.
1: For those who haven't been to Ireland, are we going to take any sponsorship from the Ireland Tourism Board? You uh, should, because we could get behind that.
0: <laughs> we could totally get behind that. I hey, Contact them. I'll, I will reach out to them and see what they can do about sponsoring this podcast. What else you got? All right, this may take a while. Oh, okay. Or, I don't know. <laughs> wow, <laughs> for the three people still listening, they are like God, and and now we're just getting to the long one? So
1: you know, Disney's been doing live action versions of some of their animated classics.
0: Yes, I just um, the other day saw a teaser trailer for Beauty and the Beast, the live action filmed version of the. Animated film. Right.
1: And they've got the Alice in Wonderland uh, sequel yep. coming out, another um, live action uh, yes.
0: thing. Yes. People keeps, keep hiring Tim Burton to make movies.
1: So, live action, Rudolph. <laughs> the Claymation Classic. Okay. Perfect. Can't be improved.
0: No, it can't.
1: But let me try this out. Okay. Yukon Cornelius. Mm hmm. Will Ferrell. okay we're gonna let we're gonna let John Favreau write and direct this I mean you we're gonna be faithful mostly faithful to the script but uh, you know you need another hour in there. So you got to expand just, something a
0: little bit. This seems like maybe not a full movie although I'm, I'm open to that possibility I it sounds more like a, a, a straight to Netflix or straight to Hulu situation where it's just like look just make it. Get somewhere between forty-five and sixty minutes. You want to blow it out a little bit. Go ahead, you, you, get, get an hour in there. But okay, it's your idea. Go for it.
1: Well, I, are you ready to buy? So, because I feel like I'm selling it to you right now. So, for Is it, that, your passion for Rudolph in its original form makes me feel like you're going to not. Buy the idea.
0: And for people who had just started listening to Market Fuller in the last few months.
1: You're unlikely to ever come back. Right? You're never
0: coming back. And you've, you've probably stopped listening. But longtime listeners know that uh, December, every well, certainly the last few years, uh, Bill and I have talked about the Claymation classic TV special, Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer. And uh, I, I don't miss it, I love it. I love how it totally holds up, although not in the ways I remember as a kid. Because as a kid, I just loved the story, and as an adult, I love the wildly unintentional humor of things like Santa's blatant racism. (laughs) And uh, and, well, anyway, Um, so I I would. uh, Here's the thing: if you, if that's the construct, it's live action. You're going to be faithful. To the claymation, so you're going to keep Santa's racism. You're going to keep snow. Well, I the, Sam
1: the Snowman. We're maybe going to update. You know, some of Santa's. Uh, most of the lines stay the same.
0: I, right, but I, we, we. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to soften up the edges too much. If you tell me that, I'm in. I'm a buy. You're a buy. I'm totally. Who, a buy. who do
1: you have as Hermie? Uh,
0: so Hermie. I'm, I'm a, thinking
1: maybe Amy Poehler. I don't think with Hermie you've got to stay faithful to the gender. I think you can you can really expand your horizons
0: there. So Hermie is short for Hermione in this case. Possibly.
1: I don't, or or it's Hermie. Do you know any Hermes in real life? No. Okay, then. So it could be a girl's name for all we know. There it we just, go. Just in elves elves all boys use it as well,
0: apparently. I'm in. If You're it's in. if it's got Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler and John Favreau's directing, I'm I mean pretty much it could be like oh it's going to be a dramatic reading of the phone book. And they're like okay fine I'll here's here's <laughs> take my so, money. take my money here's my twelve so, dollars.
1: So your dedication to Rudolph in no way prevents you from because I don't think the Grinch uh, becoming live action was an improvement in anybody's life.
0: No 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 it wasn't it wasn't but it doesn't for me anyway it doesn't diminish uh, the animated special how the grinch stole christmas.
1: Right. So we're not letting Ron Howard direct this.
0: No, we're not. No, we're not.
1: Although we like his work. We in like many other, you know, movies.
0: Apollo 13. Great movie. Phenomenal movie that totally holds up. Absolutely. I mean, every bit of that movie holds up. Totally worth seeing. In fact, Memorial Day weekend, I mean, there's, you know, you got you got time What's to watch more, more
1: patriotic movie? than watching Apollo
0: 13? You know what? That's that's an incredible story. I mean, that's it. Truly, is an incredible story. Have you thought about having like Ron Howard advertise with you? you (laughs) (laughs) And how about
1: Splash, ladies and gentlemen? (laughs) Another great movie.
0: Um, That's all I have for the buy seller hold. You said you had a couple of lightning round ones. A couple of lightning round. You don't have any more. I don't. I don't have any more. But I do have two housekeeping notes. So so look over which ones of the lightning round you want to do, and then and uh, two housekeeping notes. Uh, One uh, Monday is Memorial Day. Uh, so there, there will not be an episode of Market Foolery. But um, so in, enjoy the long weekend. If you want to, obviously catch a movie. Catch a movie. If you want to listen to other Motley Fool podcasts, this is a great time to check out Industry Focus or David Gardner's Rule Breaker Investing or Motley Fool Answers. Um, and uh, and thank you to all of those who are remembered as they should be on Memorial Day. Uh, second housekeeping note: this weekend on Motley Fool Money. Uh, last week we we cut the week short because of Fool Fest. This week on the radio show, live from Fool Fest, it's my interview with Nell Minow. So, it,
1: your favorite guest? Yeah, um, on the short list.
0: She's on the short list. She's on the Mount Rushmore of, of Motley Fool Money guests.
1: Who else? Who else is on the Mount Rushmore?
0: I'd have to think about that because Mount Rushmore means you limit it to four, and I would have a I would have a tough time cutting it down to four. But she's definitely in the top four. She's definitely in the top
1: four. So we rate our cats. Frequently Do you? in my house, yeah, and I, I don't like rank them. They're just they're, they're like we're down to three at the moment, right? Not to revisit previous cats that we've talked about on this show, party cat, and are no longer with us. Uh, Rest in right, peace. Right, we've cat. covered that, right. uh, but so I, I'll just uh, tell the cats at certain times like oh you're in the top three now.
0: <laughs> Do you ever tell one of the cats you're number one?
1: No, no. Just got to leave some doubt in, in their heads about that.
0: I, it's my experience. That's how cats treat people. So, so that's that's probably in keeping with uh, how that relationship should go. All right. Let's end this nonsense. What do you got for lightning round? Buy, sell, or hold?
1: All right. Uh, if I'm a, in upstate New York, uh, so I'm, I'm close but not that close, Acadia National Park, is it worth eight hours to, to get there? And, you know, it, there's there's no easy way to get there and back. I've looked at the map Maine really is a place where and I've, apparently this is actually said in in Maine like you can't get there from here.
0: Yes. Here is the 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 common mistake that people make when they are visiting Maine for the first time my beloved home state of Maine is that they look at the distance from point A to point B and they assume they think in terms of just general highway driving. Oh, that's 25 miles away, well, that'll take 25 minutes to get there. And I'm here to tell you, as (laughs) someone who grew up there, no it won't. If it's 25 miles away, it's going to take you much longer to get there. So, Acadia National Park, strong buy.
1: I'm going with Google Maps. It's telling me eight hours, so I don't
0: know how many miles that is. Yeah, it's going to be longer than eight hours. All due respect to the good people at Google Maps. I'm gonna buy because I, I I can't I can't uh, I can't sell. Maybe it's a hold. You know what? It's a hold because Acadia is a gorgeous so national park. 16
1: hour round trip. How many hours would I need to be in Acadia to justify that?
0: I I think you would need to spend most of the day, most of at least one day. It's a gorgeous park. Is there anything else to see in Maine? There are other things to see in Maine, but here's the thing: not close to Acadia <laughs> National Park. The things that you the the things that people go to Maine for. Whale watching are great in and of themselves, but they're not close to other things that you want to see. So, people are like, I want to go check out the coast, I want to check out uh, Booth Bay Harbor, uh, Rockport, I want to go to L.L. Bean, and I want to go to Acadia National Park. You can do all of those things, but what I just described will take you cons- August. <laughs> August. Yeah. It'll take you a week. All right. That was terrible in terms of lightning round. That took way too long.
1: Rafael Nadal at the French Open.
0: Sell. Sell.
1: Isn't that the one he always loses? No, he's won that nine times. Oh, okay. I thought you knew tennis. Uh, No, no, I don't know tennis. Well, I'm going to shut down all the other tennis questions. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you'll give me a fast answer, but it'll just be completely wrong and based on false information. You're saying
0: this year, Rafael Nadal winning the French Open. Yeah. I'm selling that. You're selling that. I'm taking the field. Okay. All right. What else you got?
1: Uh... All right, so started watching a little bit of Daredevil mm-hmm. on the Netflix thing. Yes, which I'm enjoying. More violence in Daredevil.
0: seller hope. What do you mean? What's the byseller? Do sell? you
1: do you think there should be more? Do you think there's going to be more? In in it is it one of those seasons? And I'm only up to like episode four, and I've seen some some things already. And so it's got a second season, and a lot of these shows, like Game of Thrones, they keep feeling. I think, ooh, we have to up the violence. And, first of all, am I going to see even more violent things by the end of season two?
0: And do you expect season three to top that? I think as a general rule of thumb, with the way content is being produced today, you want to buy violence. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but it is absolutely, because there is so much produced content right now, so many series on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Television, broadcast television, cable. These series are looking for ways to differentiate themselves and get attention in what is the most crowded field ever. And so, yeah, you're buying. You're buying the violence. Yeah.
1: All right, I got. I got one more question. It's it's a music question. Really, more of a Dan Boyd question.
0: Do you think we can bring in Dan Boyd from the other side of the glass?
1: It's really more of a question from me to you and Dan. Okay. Whether he can come in from the other side of the glass? Yeah. You have to like. Hit a button and pause, and then like you could go out and hit the button to start again. You know what? Do, Dan, we could just talk while he's walking over here.
0: Dan's a professional; he can he can weigh in from the other side of the glass.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, that's I that's do less fun. Have a microphone over here. I know, but it seems like you should be on this side of the glass for this. But all right, uh, Axel Rose,
0: buy seller hold Axel Rose. Axel
1: Rose says singer for ACDC. AC. It's a it's a thing. That's if Dan's you're you're. Behind all, oh, okay.
0: This. He's he's subbed in now. Let me let me just preface this. Uh, just this is just one note for the for the audience for anyone for the for the one person still listening. Um, if you're going to play buy, sell, or hold, and you throw out individual people, which is really very fun to do, keep in mind you're time stamping them from right now. Just as we talk about stocks, and we say, hey, look. Buy, sell, or hold Apple stock. No, no. It's not Apple in 2001. It's Apple right now. So when we say, for example, buy, sell, or hold this actor or this actress, you're not buying them at the beginning of their career. Once upon a time, Mel Gibson was an amazing stock to want to own. And now, far less so. So I'm going to go. I, you know what?
1: He's selling pretty cheap. Right now, yes. The they, shares of Mel Gibson. To go Chips. off topic, the off topic buy, sell, or hold Mel Gibson right now because the shares are cheap.
0: No, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna. You're I'm just gonna. gonna you're gonna not gonna this. go on record. I'm not, as, as no, buying. No. no matter
1: how cheap he gets. Yeah, he's a penny
0: stock. Yeah, no. I, as we say all the time, Lethal stay, Weapon Part Twelve. Stay away from penny stocks. Um, I, I'm gonna. Dan's got to get the first shot at this because Dan knows far more about music than me. Dan. Your thoughts, Axel Rose as lead singer of ACDC? So he's one of the most horrible people in the world, <laughs> um, but uh, he's got a really good gig now, so I'm thinking you hold on Axel Rose.
1: I would, So I was reading somewhere, somebody linked something on Facebook, that Axel Rose has the greatest range, uh, uh, this was on Vox or something, greatest range of any rock or pop singer that you, you are familiar with. And that number two is Mariah Carey. Just the range that he's got from the vocal, highest to lowest notes that that he can handle.
0: So whatever to, to Dan's point, whatever type of person he is off stage, mm-hmm. when he's on stage, when he's in the studio, his vocal range is greater than anyone else's. I mean, he still sucks, but he's got a big <laughs> gig right now with A C D C. So I think I I I don't wanna I don't wanna buy him, but I say you gotta hold him. All right. I think I think we we end it there unless you have one more.
1: No, no, I, I've gone way beyond uh, everybody's time limit already. I think
0: once again, Andy Sorensen from Redwood Falls, Minnesota, is to blame. Is to blame for this episode of Market. You know, or, or for the credit, but really, more likely, Andy gets the blame. Thanks for being here. Thank you, everybody. Have a safe, fun, and relaxing holiday weekend. We'll see you on Tuesday, as always. People on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about. The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against, so don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's going to do it for this edition of Market Forward. The show is mixed by DJ Dan Boyd. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.